What's going on, thinkers? Welcome back to Thoughts by the Ville the podcast. Great to have y'all back. It's your boy, DeVille D.I. This week, I got a solo episode. No guests, just your boy. I know y'all been waiting on it. I know how much y'all love to hear my thoughts on the lonesome like that. So, I'm going to give it to you today. going to talk to you a little bit about D.L. Hughley's new book. going to talk to you a little bit about, I was asked what I think about um, the Roy Jones versus Tyson fight. And uh, we'll just see where it goes from there. But before I get into that, I want to tell y'all about this awesome person, Antonio Williams, author, 19-year-old author and owner of I Am Flawless. The book is I Am Flawless. She has the I Am Flawless collection, t-shirts for men, women, children, bookmarks, affirmation cards with different affirmations that you can repeat to yourself to help you get that little bit of that little bit of extra oomph. That you might need in the morning, evening, noon, whatever. Make sure that y'all support her. Go over to I Am Flawless, Flossom, not Flossless. I Am Flossom on Instagram and check out her website. Uh, really want y'all to show her some love, some support. If you didn't, if you don't know what I'm talking about, that means that you didn't listen to the last episode. So I'm going to need for you to go back and check out the last episode, Flossom. Where she tells us about a book, what inspired her to write her book, how she's been able to stay motivated and uh, disciplined at such a young age, at 19 years old, to put together books. Because this isn't even her first offering to the reading community. Uh, I think this was like her third or fourth book. but And she also does some spoken words. But y'all make sure y'all go over here and support that young lady and show her some love. So... Let's go into this book, D.L. Hewley's new book. Before I talk about the book, though, I'm going to have to give y'all some story time, right? <laughs> some of y'all may have already heard this story because you listen, you, you follow me on Instagram. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, you need to go over and follow me, D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I, Instagram, Twitter, or follow the Thoughts by the Ville D-I Facebook page. You might have heard this story before. If you didn't, relax. You're going to enjoy it. So, a couple weeks ago, D.L. Hughley released this new book. I'm a big fan of D.L. Hughley. I love his podcast. Um, follow him on Instagram. All of his um, shows I watch. Not like the TV shows, but like all of his comedy shows I watch. Like I said, his podcast, YouTube, anywhere where I find D.L. Hughley speaking, I'm dialed in. So when that book released, I was like, I got to get it. Got to have it. So this was like the day, boom, 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 maybe the day, maybe two days, a day, maybe two days after it was released, I decide, I'm going to get it, I jump up, head out to Barnes and Nobles, get in Barnes and Nobles, and now, first of all, I'm not the type of guy who likes to go in stores and ask for help, because I worked in retail for a long time, so I understand that while the people are there to provide customer service, at the same time, they do have tasks 
that they have to do that they have to do throughout the day and you know you kind of take them away from their task when you ask them questions especially obvious questions things that you could figure out yourself so i tend to try to figure out things myself before i go and bother an associate and plus i did not necessarily want to have to ask anybody for this book i'm not gonna lie i was kind of <laughs> i don't know if embarrassed is the word feeling shy feeling timid or whatever i just didn't want to walk up any, to anybody and ask them you know where dl hughley's new book was because if you don't know the name of dl hughley's new book is surrender white people are unconditional terms of peace and i know some of y'all are already thinking so <laughs> you gotta relax because that is definitely not what this book is about and if you don't know who dl hugley is he's a comedian actor author so i didn't want to ask anybody where this book was i'm determined i'm gonna find this book on my own so i walk in and they have this table right when you come through the door there's a table and the table's like, um, I don't know if it said it was like interesting reads for African-American, African-American authors. I don't know. It was a black table right there as soon as you walk in the door. Because, you know, right now, every, not every company, but a lot of these companies are pushing hard to show their um, awareness and align themselves and show support for the, uh, the black and African-American community, however you want to you know identify yourself to people of color so they just got this this right there as soon as you walk in the door so i'm like boom this finna be a breeze it's gonna be right there on this table boom just came out i walk up look at the table circle around the table guess what it's not on the table all right cool no big deal because i look over to the right of me and i see probably 10 i won't say like 10 four foot shelves with a big sign on top of it they say new releases so of course where would it be if it's not on the black table the new release table so i make my way over to the new release table i'm checking i'm checking i'm checking i'm checking i'm doing my little thing with my finger where i do like my little robocop visualization looking through the books don't see the book at all so i'm like well damn it's not on the black table it's not over here in the new releases where the hell could it be? So I remember that this uh, store, just like every store, has a black author section in the back. So I go to the back, find the black author section. I'm looking around, looking around, looking around. Can't find the book. So I finally, I give up and I say, you know what? I'm going to have to go ask somebody where this book is. So I go find the first associate that I see. Because now I'm starting to get a little bit impatient because I can't find this book. And I know... They should have this book. This book has just come out. So I'm getting impatient. I go around. I find a salesman. And I say, hey, do you have D.L. Hughes' new book? Because like I said, I was kind of timid to say <laughs> to say the title out loud. So I say, do you have D.L. Hughes' new book? He's like, well, what's the name of it? So now I got to tell him. And I tell him, surrender the right people. So he doesn't even flinch. She jumps into his little iPad. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, we got it. It's in the comedy section. Now, I'm okay with that because D.L. Hughley is a comedian who happens to be an author. At the same time, he has jokes in the book. The, you know, um, so comedy, 
cool let's go get this book we go over there we're looking through the comedy section and nothing we can't find it i don't see it he doesn't see it and he's like it seemed like that would stick out and we just got the book like two days ago so i know we have this book so he says let me go check in the back check the inventory goes to the back he's checking he's looking around checking he's looking around he comes back out and he's like i didn't see it but i know we got it book just came in two days ago so i'm gonna go get a second set of eyes i'm like cool do what you gotta do so buddy walks off to the front he starts talking to another associate she comes out from the counter so i go back over to the new release section and i look again maybe i'm overlooking it i look again boom 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 with my robocop vision can't find this book so my spidey senses tell me hey deville what if there's books on the other side on this wall because like i said it's a wall probably 10 uh shells and then there's a starbucks behind that so i say well maybe there's books on the other side of this it doesn't look like there will be the way it was set up it doesn't look like there'll be books on the other side but hey what the hell maybe there's books on this other side so i go around and boom there are there's books over here so i'm scanning around doing my little robocop finger thing boom i find it where do i find this book they have this book in the new uh autobiography section it's in the new autobiography section all the way to the bottom the last shelf on the bottom all the way to the left is stuck in the corner so i was like damn well that's a odd place to place this book so i grab it come around when i'm coming around i see the salespeople walking all into the floor and i say hey uh, i got it so he's intrigued too he's like well where'd you find it i say it's over here in the new autobiography section so he's like why i don't know why it would be there it's not autobiography it should be out here on this table so i'm like that's what i thought he goes over there grabs up all the books takes them puts them on the table first he paused and he gave me this look like i wonder why it's over there then he stops and he looks at me now i'm just being uh assuming but i think it was weird because that was one of those in the in the day and age we live in today that was one of those uh viral video moments where a lot of people would whip out their phone and start recording let me show you where they put dl Hughes book let me show you where they this is so wrong but i'm like screw it i found the book i want the book yeah that's jacked up they stuck the book in the book in the corner but i got it anyway and but buddy grabs the books takes them out sits them up on a nice african-american table right there in the front i buy my book and i get out of there i just thought that was an interesting story and i wanted to share with y'all about what i went through to get my hands on this book so my thoughts on this book was um it was a great read i read this book in all of probably five days the first day i read probably like the first hundred pages and then i kind of picked it up here and there a couple of days and then last week I, I read the whole rest of the book in like two days because it was good it was that interesting that 
um, I didn't want to stop reading it, but I didn't want to read it too fast because then it's like it's over. But, you know, you can always read a book again. That's the beautiful thing about books. And why I like actually own books and not going to a library or anything like that. I like to own my books because a lot, some of them, some of them, I have books that I've never even finished because they just weren't. They just they just ain't do nothing for me, so they just became part of the collection. But when you find a book that you can just breeze through a page turner like this book was, then it's good to have it. So you can just pick it up anytime. You can go back and you can reference it and, and reference it and so on and so on forth. So a little bit about this book. First of all, it is not a comedy book. There are jokes in the book. He's a comedian, so he does say funny things in the book. But there's a lot of educational uh, things in this book, too. And what's very important to a lot of people is the fact that, no, this book is not a racist book. There's not a, um, a racism, racist element to this book. It's basically D.L. Hughley's perspective on things we need to do and, and, and the way we need to go about becoming uh, um, unified as a people, you know, and the getting rid of a lot of these stereotypes and, and, and actually sharing a lot of history that led up to the way that society is today to kind of give a uh, a different outlook because the reason why we have my opinion the reason why we have a lot of the issues a lot of the problems that we have today is because you, everybody lives in their little bubbles everybody lives in their little bubbles their little family bubble their little work bubble their neighborhood bubble the community bubble and a lot of times we do not have the type of conversations that he has in this book to actually be able to get a better grasp and understanding of each other we tend to move away from each other and we tend to even when we do when we do come together we do have dialogues in our day-to-day -day activities these are those conversations that we avoid because the conversations make people feel weird they make you feel awkward you know, we were discussing things like the things in this book. I'm not going to reveal too much in this book because y'all should go read it yourselves. And, but I think it's kind of sad at the same time because a lot of the people who would benefit from the information in this book, I feel like, are not going to get it because they're not going to read the book. Because a lot of people will judge a book by its cover. Like that old saying says, you don't judge a book by its cover. And I believe that that title, while it grasps your attention, at the same time, it's going to put some people off because it's going to make people feel defensive off the rip. Probably some of y'all out there clenched your pearls. <laughs> a lot of y'all from the Peppermint Committee clenched your pearls when I said that. Y'all hadn't heard me say the Peppermint Committee in a while, have you? But they're still out there. Trust me, ask cyber shots. He knows. But yeah, it was information in here that I learned. Like um, the Philadelphia bombing. That's, that's basically in 1980. They were, 
the police bombed the city of Philadelphia, a neighborhood in the city of Philadelphia. The American police bombed a neighborhood full of other Americans, the black community in Philadelphia, nineteen like 1980. I think it was 1980. It was in the 1980s. This is when I was a kid. They bombed it. A lot of people don't know that type of stuff. It talks about things like the, um, the Tulsa uh, massacre and how many people were murdered doing that and how there was no, no uh, justice, no repercussion for the people that participate, the police officers and the, and the um, different people from the community that participated in that just, just was able to go in and destroy these communities and and, and burn them down and, and murder and lynch people with no repercussions whatsoever. And a lot of people don't know that stuff. This is the stuff that we're not getting in history class. Um, it talk, he talks about the the vagrancy laws after you had, um, what you call it, after slavery was, was, slavery was abolished, they came up with these vagrancy laws that basically allowed if they felt like you uh, wasn't working or employed enough, you could be imprisoned for that. Because, of course, when you go into those amendments, slavery was made illegal except, you know, for an imprisoned person. So we'll make the we make these vagrancy laws and then we'll lock you up for being a vagrant and then now we're going to get free labor out of you again he talks about redlining where they drew those lines on the map and basically said that you cannot you cannot uh rent or sell uh homes to black people in these areas even when um when the vets came home from war and used that gi bill to purchase houses and stuff and and, and it was, it was like, um, they used that to put them, you know, to basically put a barrier around and, and, and say that you can't sell, once you get these homes, you can't sell these homes to black people. So, and to this day, if you'll notice, if you really think about it, community, even after desegregation, communities are still segregated. People are now self-segregating themselves. That's why you still have black neighborhoods and white neighborhoods and you have the Chinatowns and you have the you know the Jewish communities and these, everybody still kind of keeps their selves to their selves. So it was just a whole lot, a whole lot of good information. He talks about crack laws. He talks about um, educational funding. Um, just pretty much any, anything. <laughs> Anything that you could think of race related is in his book, but not in a negative, not in a negative, um, it's not presented in a negative way. It's presented in an educational and humorous way at the same time. So I definitely suggest that y'all go out here and pick up this book. This is a great book. So, moving on. DeVille was asked. DeVille, DeVille, what do you think about this fight? Mike Tyson, Roy Jones. If you didn't know, relax, I'm going to tell you. 
Mike Tyson, the most dangerous man on the planet, Iron Mike, is set to fight Roy Jones, aka Captain Hook. I believe it's in September. I think it's September 12th. So everybody's going back and forth, and everybody's asking me, what do you think? Because you have a whole lot of people on one hand. The majority of people that I'm talking feel like Mike is just going to go in here and wash Roy. But um, I don't necessarily think that's going to it's going to be that easy. You know, I'm trying to pull up. Let me see if I can find the comparison. So Mike, Mike um, is putting together, I guess, like a league or whatever, where he's trying to have, um, you know, senior retired athletes to go, um, you know, head to head in all sports, not just the whole Roy Jones versus Mike Tyson. But, like, he was like, wouldn't you like to see uh, Allen Iverson go versus whoever? You know what I mean? So, it'd be like that type of stuff. You get a one-on-one. You pull out a, a, a Terrell Owens versus a, a Dion and let them go head-to-head or, like, a seven-on-seven or something like that. And, you know, just, just for the, the entertainment value. Because if you think about it, both of these guys are pushing 50, if not over 50 years old. I'm trying to find it, but I can't. And I've been seeing it all day until, of course, uh, I won't look for it. So, yeah, we got it. When it comes to age, you got Mike, 54 years old. Roy, 50. Mike's had had 58 fights. Roy had 75. Mike had 50 wins. Roy had six. Mike got 44 knockouts to Roy's 47. Mike, six losses. Roy, nine. Mike has two no contests. Roy has zero. Mike Tyson's. And see, this is the, this is the one that may give Captain Hook the edge in my opinion. Mike's last fight was June 2005. Roy's last fight was February 2018. So as little as two years ago, Roy Jones was in the ring fighting. They were on the same height. You know, Roy got a little bit more reach. So yeah. So the interesting thing to me is thinking like how what weight they're going to fight at. That makes a whole lot of difference. Mike has these training tapes going around right now where Mike is still looking like a beast. Mike is out there looking like a young boy. But at the same time, Mike also said one of the best fighting quotes, or at least I heard Mike say it. I don't know where it originated, but everybody has a plan until they get hit in the mouth. So <laughs> Mike's doing a lot of heavy training, and I hadn't been able to really find anything of Roy. But see, y'all have to forget. Y'all, y'all must have forgotten. The reason why I don't think Roy's going to just get washed is because we're talking about Roy Jones Jr. We're talking about Mr. Triple Hook Roy Jones Jr. Mr. Hit you with three hooks back-to-back in a row Roy Jones Jr. We're talking about Mr. Got a knockout from a body blow, from hitting somebody with a body blow Roy Jones Jr. We're talking about Mr. I broke one hand, so I'm just going to beat you with one hand the whole fight Roy Jones Jr. Roy Jones Jr. is not a chump, not to take anything away from Iron Mike Tyson. Mike is a beast. Mike still looks like a beast, but Roy is not a wash. Roy, Roy is not a pushover. People say he's punch drunk, he's this, he's that. But these are fighters. These are gladiators. These, they've done this their whole lives. Roy, a little bit more recently than Mike, but still, they've done this their whole freaking lives. I don't think Mike is just going to go in there and drag Roy. Roy's got quick feet. Roy's got a good head. He's got good movement. He's got good defense. At the same time, Mike's got good movement. Appears to have good movement. We're from the training takes. Mike's got good movement. Mike's got a whole hell of a lot of power. But he has to be able to hit Roy to use that power. You know, neither one of these fighters are undefeated. 
neither one of these fighters are in their prime. And this, the interesting thing about this boxing match is that there is, it, there is, they have to wear headgear. There is no judges, so there's going to be no score. It's an exhibition, so there's no scoring. So really, the only way someone's going to win the fight is through public opinion or a knockout. It's the only way you're going to win. Either they're going to go, it's eight round fight. So either they're just going to go all eight rounds and then, you know, let the people say, you know, as we watch it and say, okay, well, I think Mike got that. Or I think Roy got that. Or somebody just gets knocked the hell out. Other than that, there's, there's no, um, there's no way to win the fight. And plus there's also a ruling where the, they were told that if somebody's get cut, somebody gets cut, they're stopping the fight. Because this is an exhibition. This isn't a knockdown, drag-out fight. So they're going to stop the fight if somebody gets cut. They asked Mike, how was he going into this? Was it going to be just them showing their skill sets? You know, kind of like a sparring match, just getting in there, tapping, that, 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 tap. Or were, is Mike going to go in there to be Mike Tyson, to be Iron Mike Tyson, also a.k.a. the most dangerous man in the world? And he's, Is he going to go out there? And try to take his head off. And Mike was like, it's going to be both. You know, we're going to be there to show our skill sets. But at the same time, we're going to be there. You know, it's not like this is a game. It's not like this is a joke. It's like every time you step into that ring, you sign that piece of paper. And it's a part of that paper that you signed that lets you know since day one you started fighting. That when you walk into this ring, you might not walk out of that ring. You might lose your life in that ring. So, they're not going into this like it's a joke because these are two of the best fighters ever. I'll be honest with you. I'm a little partial because Roy Jones Jr. is my favorite fighter of all time. But I do respect Mike, and I know that Mike can cut a man down very easily. But at the same time, if you watch boxing, you have seen there's been times where Mike has had some trouble with people. Mike has had some trouble with people. Same way thing with Roy. I've seen Roy... Seen Roy beat a man with one hand with a broken hand. I've seen Roy beat him. Seen Roy drop a man with a body blow. I've seen Roy taunt people, put his hands behind his back, and dance on the man before hitting him with a knockout blow. Both of these guys are dangerous. Neither one of these guys are pushovers or chumps. So that's why we fight the fights. You can do the paper statistics all that you want, and we can do our armchair quarterback and our armchair referee, whatever you want to call it, as much as we want. But at the end of the day, that's why we fight these fights. They got to get in there and they got to go at it. Um, I want Roy to win. I know it can go either way, but I want Roy to win. I want Roy to win. Y'all tell me what y'all think about it. Make sure if you're on Anchor, you can send me a message, a voice message, directly to me. Boom, get it off. Or download Anchor and send me that message. Then you can delete it. It's a free app. It ain't no big deal. Or you can hit me up at thoughtsbytheviladi at gmail.com. Tell me what you think, or just go over to my Instagram page, and boom, jump up under one of my posts, or DM me, let me know what y'all think, who y'all think you, uh, is going to take this fight, and uh, you might end up being part of the show, if you, you never know, but as always, i like to thank each and every last one of y'all for turning to the show, I really appreciate it, because without y'all, I'd just be talking to myself, and like my boy Joe told me about those redwood trees, you know, the roots, it's what holds trees up, these massive trees, the roots. It's the strongest part of the tree, and y'all is my roots. So y'all keep on holding me up, and I'm out of here. Y'all have a great day. Peace.